Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hayo Silver, the Lone Ranger. Faithful Indian companion Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. Inside a cabin a short distance from the edge of a canyon through which a river flowed, two men, an old prospector named Ollie and a young man about 22 named Gary Odin, stood putting gold into a small sack. Yep, son, at last we've struck it rich. We got the black satchel over there under the bunk full of gold. And this sack full is to go to Sam Drake, the man who staked me to this claim. Oh, gosh, Ollie, it was a lucky day when I met you. Yeah, it was far luckier for me, Gary. If it hadn't been for you, I wouldn't be here to enjoy making the strike. Yeah, I reckon that'll more than pay back what Sam Drake lent me. We'll ride into Messiah. Oh, wait a minute, Ollie. Huh? Somebody's riding a trail along the canyon rim. A couple of hombres coming this way. I see him through the window. A land of Goshen. It's the masked man and Indian. Oh, they'll rob us. Let's go get the drop on them. Come on. No, wait, wait, Gary. Wait. We have you both covered. You better stop where you are. Oh, Silver. Oh, Scott. Oh, We're not outlaws, if that's what you think. That mask says you are. 
By Jiminy, if you... Hold on, Gary, hold on. What's the matter, Ollie? I know about this masked man and Indian. Like he says, they aren't outlaws. Year ago or so, I was at Fort Fillmore with the settlers for protection against the savages. This masked man and Indian helped save the fort. Yes, sir. Well, that's right. I thought I'd seen you before, but I wasn't sure. Now, put up your gun, Gary. These hombres help the law. All right, if you say so, Ollie. Sure, I say so. By Jupiter, if you ever need a friend, son, just call on them. Mister, why don't you and the Indian get off your horses a spell? Got something inside we want to show you. All right. Well, I remember now, you're Ollie Hooker. <laughs> right the first time. And this is Gary Oden, my partner. Gary saved my life a few months ago when I was jumped on by a couple of redskins. I got the scar on my cheek from that fracas. I made Gary my partner on the spot. And at last we've struck gold. I'm glad to meet you, Gary. Oh, same here, mister. And I'm also glad about your good fortune. Ah, uh, it's plenty good. <laughs> I've been trying to think and it just come to me. Your name is Tonto. <laughs> and you're known as the Lone Ranger. <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> Gosh, uh, I've heard a lot about you, mister. I'm mighty happy to meet you both. Oh, thanks. Uh, come on inside and see what we have. In that sack, there is gold that I'm taking to the man who staked me to my claim. <laughs> I reckon he'll be plenty surprised and glad to get it. And in that satchel over there under the bunk, we have more, too. I'd say you struck it rich, Ollie. Yeah, plenty more back in the mine waiting to be brought out. I'm sure lucky I met, Ollie. Oh, you've been the best friend I ever had, son. You work mighty hard. You deserve to share in the mine. Uh, better be careful keeping gold in your cabin. The news of your good fortune will soon get around. Well, it's safe for the time being. We're getting set to ride to town to pay off Sam Drake. Mm, I've heard of Drake, the land agent. So he's the one who staked you, huh? Yeah, mighty nice of him, too. Well, I reckon I'll have to wear my hat. Never do except going to town. Tonto and I'll be on our way now. We'll stop by to see you again before we leave the territory. Adios. Come on, Tonto. Uh, so long, mister. Uh, Gary, those are two mighty fine men. And good to have as friends. Oh, yeah, I like them both, Ollie. Well, let's get started for town now, shall we? It was early afternoon when Ollie and Gary drew rein in front of the land agent's office. Oh, hold it. <laughs> I can't wait to see Drake's face when we give him all this gold. I reckon he never expected to see the day I'd repay the money and get back my note. Come on. He'll be getting back what he lent you with interest, Ollie. He ought to be plenty satisfied. Well, what brings you here, Ollie? Haven't seen you since I staked you to that claim of yours. <laughs> well, by Jiminy, you'll be glad to see me now, Mr. Drake. Oh, this is Gary Oden, a friend of mine. I'm glad to meet you. Oh, thanks. Uh, same here, Mr. Drake. Well, what's in the sack, Ollie? Here in this sack is more than enough gold to pay back what you lent me. Well, Twice as much, I'd say. Gold, you say? Sure thing. Take a look at it. I sure will. <laughs> well, by thunder, it is gold. You mean to tell me you made a strike out there along the canyon? Yeah, Gary, and I'll soon be rich. Fact is, we have more than this right now out at our place. And now I reckon I can take back that note I signed for the cash you lent me. You're making a slight mistake, Ollie. Mistake? What do you mean by that? 
You didn't sign a note. Of course I did, the day I got the cash from you. I remember distinctly that you asked me to sign a note for it, so I did. Oh, you signed something all right, but it wasn't a note. Wasn't a note? Then what was it? Well, Ollie told me he signed a note for the cash he got from you, Mr. Drake. Yes. Uh, reckon I don't savvy any more than he does what you're talking about. Ollie signed a paper saying that if he made a strike, half the mine belongs to me. What? That isn't so at all. By now, there must I... be some mistake. I... Ollie took me as his partner with the understanding I own half the mine. Well, that's between you and Ollie, my friend. Maybe next time, Ollie, you'll read what you signed. Anyway, I have that paper with your signature on it. That means I own half the mine. But, Dagnummit, how can you own half when I gave half to Gary? That doesn't make sense. Now, listen, if you want to give away half of what you own, half of your share, go ahead. Now, wait a minute. There must be something local about all this. Not at all. I own half the mine. Ollie splits his half with you. That's the way it stands. I'm not letting you get away with that, Drake. That gold there pays you back with interest and more. That talk about me signing over half to you was downright out and out lying. I'm not going to argue with you, Ollie. I have the agreement signed by you, and it's legal. How come you ever signed such a paper, Ollie? Oh, well, I I thought it was a note, Gary, honest. I, well, I never was much on reading, but I don't like to let on about well, it. Then you were tricked into signing, I reckon. You ought to have sense enough, if you can't read, to have someone else look over anything you sign. Now, now, Gary, don't get sore. Reckon I trusted Drake too far, that's all. What's done is done. I was the trusting one. I stood to lose if you didn't find gold. Half that mine belongs to me. Ollie agreed to that. And I worked mighty hard out there. Ollie, it's up to you to see I get my full share. Let's not go into any argument here, Gary. We'll go back to the cabin and talk it over. Ollie, I'll bring the sheriff out there early in the morning with that paper you signed and have him convince you it's legal. I'm getting out of here. I never could stand polecats. <laughs> So long. Glad you both came in. Now wait, Gary. Don't be sore at me. We'll go talk things over. Ollie and Gary rode back to the cabin on the rim of the canyon. At first, Gary was angry at the old man because of what had happened. But then realizing that Ollie had really been tricked, he soon got over his anger. Ollie, I, I reckon I lost my head for a while, but oh, I realize it wasn't your fault. We'll take the gold in that satchel and get a lawyer. Maybe he could do something for us. Say, maybe that's a good idea. Yep. Well, no use gabbing about it anymore. Let's get supper and turn in early. Drake will be out here at the break of day, I reckon, with the sheriff to make sure we savvy that agreement's legal. It was just before dawn the following morning when someone knocked at the cabin door. Ollie, who was a light sleeper, arose and went to answer the knock. Hey, Ollie, what is it? Somebody at the door. Well, mister, what do you want? Step outside a minute, Ollie. Huh. Must be someone Ollie knows. Hey, hold on. You can't do this to me. Hey. Ollie's in trouble. Now take my gun. Ollie! Ollie, where are you? I can't hear you. Uh Later that morning, Toto, who had gone to the store in town, returned to the Lone Ranger's camp with startling news. Oh, Scott, oh, fella. Easy, Scott. Easy, fella. You were riding fast, Toto. Ah. Uh, me here, young fella, Gary Oden, put in jail this morning. Them say he murdered old fella. Gary murdered old Ollie? Ah. Uh, I can't believe it. They seem to be close friends. Not right. 
Did you get any details? No. We come quick, tell you. Oh. I'll remove my mask and disguise my features, Tonto. Then we'll go to town and try to get in and to talk to Gary Odin. A short time later, the Lone Ranger stood with Tonto in the sheriff's office. Sheriff, we'd like to see Gary Odin. We're friends. Well, if you come to bail him out, it's no use. He's in for murder. May we talk to him a few minutes? Well, it's not usual to let visitors in when a prisoner's charged with murder. He has the right to have someone try to help him. You a lawyer? No, but what harm could it do for us to see him? Well, all right. You and the Indian leave your guns on my desk, and I'll give you five minutes with the prisoner. A few moments later, the Lone Ranger and Tonto were talking to Gary through the bars of his cell. Gary told what had happened that morning. Then he said, When I finally came to after someone knocked me on the head, the sun was up. I was lying near the rim of the canyon. Go on. Well, I struggled to sit up. Then I realized someone was standing beside me. I reckon you're right, Mr. Drake. This fellow had this gun in his hand. One of the bullets had been fired. Yeah. And that's the hat Ollie had on when he came to see me in town. Yeah. That hat was snagged in the brush right on the edge of the canyon. And you can see where the body was dragged a few feet from oh. the edge. What happened? Where's Ollie? Reckon you can tell us that, all right. The way it looks to me, you shot your partner and then tossed him over into the rapids below. No. Oh, that's a lie. I heard a shot before I got outside, then I was knocked out. That's all I know. Sheriff, I figure he got knocked out because he slipped and fell back after he shoved the old man over the edge. He must have struck that rock there near his head. Uh-huh. Son, you might as well admit you shot old Ollie. But I tell you, I didn't. I was inside the no cabin. No use listening to any more, Sheriff. He was mighty sore at the old man when they left my office yesterday. He had his gun in his hand when we rode here and found him. And Ollie's hat was there where you picked it from the brush on the edge of the cliff. All right, young fella. Get to your feet. I'm taking you in for the murder of Ollie Hooker. Did they say anything about finding Ollie's body, Gary? No. I swear I didn't kill him. But they'll never believe me and... and I'll be sentenced to hang for murder. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue. When the Lone Ranger and Tonto visited Gary in his cell, the young man told them all that had happened. The Lone Ranger thought a moment, then remarked. 
You say they found Ollie's hat snagged on the brush at the edge of the canyon? That's right. Uh, I remember Ollie saying he never wore his hat except when he went to town. Ah, me remember that. And he certainly wouldn't put his hat on to answer the door during the night. Maybe old man not thrown into rapids. We'll try to prove that later. It seems to me someone shot him, then perhaps shoved him over the cliff. The gun must have been planted in Gary's hand after he was moved from the front of the cabin. And the hat was put where it was found so that the sheriff would use it as further evidence against Gary. Well, Sam Drake told us he was bringing the sheriff out that morning. Someone else must have known that and came there earlier. That's possible. I'm sure thankful that you and Tom will believe me, mister. Having us believe you doesn't help much, Gary. But I promise you we'll do all we can to help you get out of this mess. Well, we must leave now, Tonto. Adios, Gary. Adios. After leaving Gary and getting their guns, the Lone Ranger and Tonto rode from town and went to look over the scene of the crime. The Lone Ranger knew Gary would quickly be brought to trial. He also realized that speedy and sometimes faulty justice in the Old West resulted at times in the hanging of innocent persons. The two men looked over the ground. Then they had entered the cabin near the canyon. They opened the door to leave when... That's not good. Someone see us come into cabin. I'll try to draw his fire again with my hat. There. I'll poke the hat around the doorway. The shot came from over near the mine entrance. Good silver and scout at side of cabin. Out of way. Yes, we'll go out the window at the back and try to sneak up on whoever is firing at us. Take the satchel of gold tunnel and climb out. Now I'll come out. Look round and the cabin. <clears throat> See anyone? Look over there. Two men right away fast. Yes, they're running away. Let's mount and follow them. Ah. <laughs> easy fella. Monsieur! Two riders, not realizing that they had been followed by the Lone Ranger and Tonto, entered Sam Drake's office in town. Well, Russ, how did you and Trigger make out? Someone was inside the cabin snooping when we got there. You loco fools! Why didn't you get rid of him and find the gold Ollie said was there? We didn't want to run into trouble out there, Sam. That might have been the sheriff, Sam. We fired a couple of shots, then rode away fast and came here. Do you think you were seen? No, but we work for you. You own half the mine. Makes no difference. I have to go easy till young Odin is declared guilty at the trial tomorrow. I'm certain he had no written agreement with Ollie. Oh, what's the difference if you have to wait? The trial isn't going to take more than two or three hours. Then you'll own the place and the gold will be yours. That night, Sam Drake and his two henchmen went to the cafe for a while. Later, they returned to Drake's office. Hey, Sam, somebody went out the back window. Unbolt the back door, quick. Hey, there goes somebody. It's too dark to make him out. I'll chance a couple of shots. You missed him. He's gone. Let's see if everything's here. That's all right. Yeah, nothing seems to be disturbed. Reckon we came in just in time. Safe is still locked, so everything's all right. We'll stay around a while to make sure he doesn't come back. And if he does, we'll give him plenty of lead. At dawn, the Lone Ranger and Tonto went into the canyon and searched along the river for some time. 
Finally, they found what they were looking for and returned to their camp. There, the Lone Ranger spent considerable time on a new disguise until his entire appearance had been drastically changed. At noon, the trial began in the general store with a curious and hostile crowd in attendance. All right, quiet. Quiet, everybody. Now, as I understand it, this young prisoner is charged with the murder of old Ollie Hooker. That right? That's right, Judge. Well, let's get this case moving without any interruptions. First, we'll have the sheriff sworn in to tell what he knows. Then we'll hear what Sam Drake has to say. All right, come on up here, Sheriff. Put your hand on the good book. The Sheriff and Sam Drake each gave testimony in the case, carefully dwelling on each point of evidence against Gary Oden. Gary felt the hostility about him. He knew he had little chance of defending himself against the circumstantial evidence being given by the Sheriff and Drake. When the testimony was finished, the judge looked at Gary and asked, Well, young fella, what have you got to say about it? I didn't kill Ollie, Judge. I swear I didn't. From the evidence, you were the only one there with a the victim. You argued with him before you left town, didn't you? Oh, well, yes, but the I did The sheriff himself, accompanied by Sam Drake, rode out there and found you lying near the edge of the cliff with your gun in your hand. One bullet was missing. The victim's hat was nearby. Drag marks showed where someone had been taken to the edge and shoved over. Ollie was shot right in front of the cabin, Judge. Hey. You mean that's where you shot him? I didn't shoot him. Well, if you didn't, who did? I don't know. I tell you, I don't know. I didn't do it. We all know Ollie Hooker is dead. And Odin is the one who killed him. By Jimmy, what makes you so sure I'm dead, Sam Grady? Who said that? Who's that old fella, Sheriff? Five Thunder, Judge. That's Ollie Hooker. Scar and all. If you go and look, old Sheriff, Ollie Hooker's supposed to be murdered. That's why this prisoner's here. Maybe I'm a ghost. Come back to do some hunting, Judge. Yeah. You look like you're plenty alive to me. But since you are alive, we haven't any case here. The polecats who tried to kill me are here in this room now, Judge. What did he say? Those two men standing over there. Yeah. Better not let those hombres leave. Sheriff, you and your men bring them both up here. Yes, sir. Oh, Come on. A minute there. Judge wants you to talk to oh, let go. You haven't anything on me. The old man is alive. That's enough. Judge. Maybe Sam Drake better come up, too. Judge, I know nothing about the attempt on Ollie's life. Fact is, I'm part owner of the mine, so there's no reason... Judge, he tricked Ollie into signing an agreement giving him half the mine. Ollie promised me half, but never put it in writing. Yep. I reckon Sam Drake figured on getting me out of the way before Gary could get a signed paper saying he owned part of the mine. Eh? What difference would that make? You were dead, your share would go to your nearest to kin, Ollie. Nope. I read that agreement, Judge. Says if anything happens to me, the entire mine goes to Drake. That's motive enough for him to try to have me killed before I sign away any of my share. Hold on. How do you know about that clause? You can't Hey, read. there must have been some trickery if Ollie signed the agreement without knowing what was in it. Where's that paper now? I have it here in my pocket. Yeah, let me see it. Give it here. Yeah, it does give you the mine in case of Ollie's death. Sure. That's why I say Sam Drake tried to have me killed. You two hombres are the ones he sent to kill me, aren't you? Oh, we, we don't know anything. He has no proof against those men or me, Judge. It's more that voice. It's different somehow. I'm beginning to think that Yep. He... Being in the rapids for an hour doesn't do a man's throat any good, Drake. And that's where I was thrown, you know, after I was wounded. Makes it hard to breathe and talk. Yeah, and you were shot and tossed over the cliff, huh, Ollie? Yep, I sure was, Judge. 
And you might ask Sam Drake about taking a satchel of gold from our cabin. That's a lie. I don't know anything about his satchel of gold. Uh, since you have no case, Judge... Hey, excuse what... me. Excuse me, Judge. Uh, could you have the sheriff go to Drake's office and look around? Maybe in the closet or somewhere for that gold? <laughs> Let him go. I have nothing to hide. Go on, Sheriff. This is getting interesting. I'll be back shortly. Excitement ran high among the spectators while they waited for the sheriff to return. Finally, he entered and made his way to the front. Judge! Ollie was right. What? I found this satchel of gold in Drake's office well, closet. Hey, what have you got to say to that, Drake? I don't know anything about it. It's a frame... Wait a minute. Maybe one of you... Hey, but... don't try to shove it off on us, Sam. That's right. We didn't get the satchel when you sent us out there to find it yesterday. Hey, I mean... By Jiminy, I was sure Drake sent you to steal our gold. Trigger is lying. Don't say I'm lying. You sent us out to get rid of old Ollie and to frame young Odin. Didn't he, Rush? That's right. Then he took the sheriff out later so he'd be a witness. These dirty coyotes are lying. Anyhow, Ollie Hooker's alive now, so there's no need Ollie to... Ollie Hooker is dead. What? My friend and I found his body this morning far down the canyon. You'll find the corpse at the coroner's. By thunder, you're not, Ollie Hooker. I thought there was something strange about you. I disguised myself as near as possible to look like Ollie, though my voice almost gave me away. The plan worked, Drake. You stand accused of Ollie Hooker's murder. You and your two gunmen. You! You must have put that satchel in the closet in my office last night. That's right, Drake. I hope that when it was found there, it would throw you and your gunman off guard so you'd start talking. Your plan sure worked, mister. Yes, I'm glad to say it did, Judge. I carefully searched Drake's desk and found the agreement. I read it and then put it back. That agreement indicated the motive Drake had for getting rid of Ollie. He and those other two will stand trial for Ollie's murder. I'm leaving. The first one who tries to stop me gets blocked. Hold it, Drake. Oh, my gun Let's get out of here. All right, come on. No, you don't. Don't. We got Russell Trigger. Don't let him get away. All right, Gary. I don't know. I'll see all you right. again. You'll be all right now. I'm going to join Toto outside. Adios. Oh, thanks for everything. Goodbye. Right, Jupiter, this is the most cantankerous case I ever sat in on. Never did see the like. All right, get out of here, young fella. You're free. Oh, thanks, Judge. Now, hold on a minute. Oh, yes, sir? About that agreement Ollie signed. According to the facts as I see them, that signature is obtained by fraud and trickery. I was sure of that, Judge. As far as I know, old Ollie has no living kin. He told me that. That fellow who turned the tables on Drake just now slipped me a note before he went out. Now listen. It says, my friend checked at the assayer's office and found that Ollie Hooker recently changed the registration of his mining claim to show joint ownership with Gary Oden. What does that mean, Judge? Well, it means that though Ollie didn't give you a written agreement as a partner, he did fix it for you on his claims registration. Well, what do you know? I'll attend to the necessary legal procedure to see to it the mine's turned over to your son. Oh, gosh, thanks a lot, Judge. Now I want you to do something for me. Of course. What is it? Tell me who that hombre is who posed as Ollie and got the goods on those ornery polecats. Oh, he's a mighty fine hombre who helps folks that are in trouble, Judge. He's the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer.